old The weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to Georgia Hello and welcome to Country with Celine. Today we welcome a very young and bright star. She's making her mark in the country music biz at such a young age. She's a two-time Edmonton Music Award winner for Rising Star and a top 12 finalist at Alberta's Project Wild. The list goes on, so just go check her out. Please welcome Olivia Rose. You are gold, baby. Olivia, how are you doing today? I'm so good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Okay, so first things first, your latest release single was Gold, which was back in February. So talk about the feedback that you've been receiving. It's been super great. Um, I haven't put out a song for about a year now. Gold was actually supposed to come out last summer, but <laughs> a lot of those plans for a lot of artists kind of went down the drain. Um, it's been really, really wonderful to have music, new music out there again. And the song is just so positive and happy that I think it was kind of something that the world needed a little bit of right now. And people are loving it. Um, I've been getting screenshots from people hearing it on the SiriusXM CBC Country playlist, which has been really cool. Um, and I don't know, I think it's just making people happy, which is all I think we need right now. <laughs> you are gold, baby, solid gold, baby, soft to the touch, lost in your rush, I can't stop taking for your love, if you hold me, well, I'll go crazy, for that 24 carat kiss, make me the richest girl. that's all we need. We need an upbeat song and that's exactly what you delivered. So who was the inspiration behind Gold? Because, it's, okay, we all know it's about a guy here. So who's, <laughs> come on, Olivia. Well, it's kind of funny because um, when I was going into write Gold, I was actually writing a lot of like really sad breakup songs. And I had this idea, you are gold baby, in my notebook for like forever. And so I went into the write with my co-writer, uh, Dave Boris, and I was like, hey, we should write just like a, an upbeat, like no strings attached love song. And we're like, yeah, sounds good. And then we wrote it. And two weeks later, I actually met my boyfriend of now three years. And so I kind of say like, oh, it's something you put out, you put it out into the universe and it'll find you. <laughs> exactly. You put that on the universe and the universe gave you something in return. Yeah. So you were just talking about how your song has been on CBC Sirius XM. Okay, mm -hmm. have you ever heard yourself on the radio yet? Oh yeah, tons. Um, my first single release, I was 14 and I got to do a radio tour with that. And so um, there's been a couple of moments that I've been driving and, and heard my song on the radio, which has been pretty cool. Um, and then I definitely, when I know that they're doing a feature on it, I always tune in and listen. Wow, that's, I can't imagine what that feeling must be like. It's so surreal to like hear your, hear your song on the radio, like, but that's, that's amazing. Keep it up, Olivia. Um, so let's just talk about your first single, uh, was Make Up to Mud. 
And now when you listen to that song, there was a lyric in there that went, I'm the kind of girl who goes from makeup to mud. And even you made the comparison about heels to boots. Sounds mm -hmm. like you're describing yourself, but I feel like it was also influenced by other female artists because I was getting like Shania Twain vibes from that and also like a Miranda Lambert, so. 100% Miranda Lambert all the way. She has been one of my like hugest inspirations since I was just little, like nine years old when I kind of started working my way into the world of country music um, as a career. And so Miranda Lambert was definitely an inspiration for that song. Um, when I was younger, I kind of struggled with having to decide like what kind of girl am I going to be? Am I going to be a girly girl or am I going to be a tomboy? And I grew up in a really small town where it, I got to go like fishing and quadding and do all that fun stuff. But I also love to get dressed up and, and get on stage and perform. And so when I was younger, I don't know why, but I had this weird paradox where I was like, I have to choose one. <laughs> and so um, I got a little bit older when I was, I think I wrote that song when I was actually 12. I started writing it when I was 12, uh, finished at 13 and then released it at 14. And um, I think it was just a really fun age appropriate like song to write and put out and so I'm really proud of my past self for kind of like doing that and and having that kind of anthem for any other little girls who are struggling with well I love putting on makeup and pretty dresses but I, I, I do love going down into the mud and, and quadding and doing all that kind of fun stuff so um, it was definitely a little anthem for myself mm -hmm. and I, I know that other people really liked it too because I still get people messaging me saying how much they love Makeup to Mud. songwriter like you're a skilled songwriter I should say so you were named a finalist in the CBC searchlight songwriting competition also in the it's your shot national all genre songwriting competition and the Calgary Folk Fest songwriting competition so exactly it's safe to say you are, are no beginner to songwriting so when did you first start writing music and realize that it was really good well um I guess according to my parents, I've been writing silly little songs all my life, <laughs> even when I was like just toddling around. Um, and then I, I remember finishing my first song when I was nine years old. Uh, it was called 15 Minutes, and it was about how a boy only had 15 minutes to tell me why I should stay with him. <laughs> oh, you wrote that song? So sassy. And um, so I wrote that song and then I wrote Makeup to Mud and I, I don't know, I kind of just started like writing stuff down in, in, in my diary. And then I got a guitar when I was 12 or 11 um, so that I could actually kind of put them out into music. But I really didn't um, find confidence in my songwriting until like just this last year, to be honest. I used to dread going into song, uh, co-writes and, and, and songwriting um, mm -hmm. because I wasn't confident in myself and I always second guessed and I, I, everything had to be like perfect. And it wasn't until this past year when I started doing co-writes like four times a week because I wasn't doing any live shows um, that I realized, oh, okay, I'm 
I'm good at this. I can do this. <laughs> and now I, I absolutely love it. I, I love looking forward to co-writes and getting together with new people to write songs and like coming up with ideas on my own. Um, and so it's kind of been a little safe haven for me in this whole uh, pandemic is has been mm -hmm. songwriting because it, it helps you escape the reality of this world for even just an hour, you know? Yeah. Well, music does that. It helps you escape. But for you to grasp the concept of songwriting at like nine years old and then write your songs from like nine years old, even like <laughs> you were jotting things down as a toddler and releasing your first single at 14, you're a songwriter. Like, yeah, I get that now. I, I look back and I go, okay, I was doing really good. I don't know why I was so <laughs> okay. worried about it. Everybody gets like that some, oh my God, I just wrote yeah. another Hannah Montana song. I didn't mean that. I swear to God. Everybody makes <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> oh, I don't know how that happened. But I mean, nobody's perfect. And, and oh God, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You I, are I Hannah Montana. I have no idea how this is happening right now. I hope that's not a song. Um, okay, so oh let's, let's talk about how you got to experience a lot. And now you played alongside Emerson Drive, George Canyon, Chad Brownlee, and Brett Kessel, just to name a few. So what were your takeaways from those experiences? Because they're really well-known artists and a lot of country fans have gravitated towards them. Totally. I absolutely love being an opening act for artists like that. Um, you kind of are able to see what hopefully your future will be and um, it's really great because they have all these wonderful fans that are there to see them but are but also get really excited to see you and get get excited like as your set goes on because they're gonna come on after you <laughs> and it's really really cool um, to be able to perform for those audiences because you already know what what kind of music they're into and so it's easy to kind of capture them and hopefully turn them into fans for yourself um, and even just meeting um, all those great people that I've opened for has been incredible because that's creating connection um, mm -hmm. with some people that maybe could help you down the line or just even know your name now. Um, and it, it's always really fun and usually you kind of feel like a star because you get a green room with water and pop or whatever you want. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, and also those shows are usually full band, which is so great and I miss playing full band so much. It's been a minute. Um, so those, those shows, I'm very, very grateful for being able to open for so many artists that I have. Well, and a lot of people, they don't just go for the main act. They do go for the first act, the second act. And you can mm -hmm. put your merch too up at the front. I'm sure you have <laughs> merch, don't you, Olivia? Uh, I've had some in the past, none that are none that's current, but I'm working on it. But you're working on it. Yeah, but a lot of people go for like the first act, but that's yeah. exactly how you gain fans. Because if you're going to be performing at a, a Carrie Underwood concert, hopefully I see that in your future, or a Miranda <laughs> Lambert concert. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there, <laughs> I switched it when I remembered. Um, you're going to gain all Miranda Lambert fans. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's really neat how that happens. And connections are key in life. Mm -hmm. Too. like I mean you can meet people be and like not just have a connection with them like in the sense of oh just a business connection but you get to actually know the person become friends with the person as well right mm -hmm. um so let's get to know Olivia Rose even more so where exactly did you grow up I know you grew up in Alberta so explain to me your growing up like your childhood 
Totally. So yeah, I grew up in Alberta, Northern Alberta. Um, it's a really tiny town called Elk Point. <laughs> it's got about 1500 people. Um, and the only name brand thing we have is a subway. <laughs> and that only went in when I was like 14. So, <laughs> um, but growing up in a small town was great because I was surrounded by country music. Um, I can recall like dancing in my grandparents' kitchen, listening to classics like Johnny Cash and, and Loretta Lynn. And um, so kind of growing up with country music as my soundtrack really inspired me to go into this uh, genre. Um, one thing I love about country music genre is the storytelling and how storytelling for me really is the backbone of country songs and country albums. Um, and so that was really, really great. But yeah, growing up in a small town, it, it was great, but it was also hard because um, there were no musical outlets for me there. Um, my family is not musical. I am like the only musician in my family. And so <clears throat> finding vocal lessons, guitar lessons, anything like that was a challenge. Um, so I have very wonderful parents and my mom drove two and a half hours each way to Edmonton multiple times a week. For, um, for me to do open mics and co-writes. And I was in choir, so we did that. Um, and she even drove for my sister who was in a competitive fastball. And so she was driving a lot. <laughs> and so, credit. oh yeah, I, I try to give her credit in every interview I do because <laughs> it was tough. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have, I, I, I don't want to say I didn't have a normal childhood because I did, but being in the music industry from such a young age definitely kind of put me on the outside a little bit. I totally lost friends when I was little because I couldn't hang out every weekend because I was going to Edmonton. I miss, I've missed birthday parties from my best friend multiple times um, because I was in the city and I, I, I was uh, working on my career at, at such a young age. And so it was hard, but um, I love Elk Point. My whole family still lives there, so I get to visit all the time. And it's really, really wonderful um, to have such a solid place to come from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, um, I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say how you have to make sacrifices. If you know what you want to do, like sacrifices is what like happens. You have to mm -hmm. like stop hanging out with your friends. It's like, it's like, doing you if you want to become a doctor let's say because doctor you're in school like 24 7 mm -hmm. you're gonna lose a lot of friends a lot of social life so if that's something that you want to do it does it see it is a sacrifice but at the same time you're working towards your goal so you know that the end goal will be something that you love right totally um and also okay so you grew up with a country music background you grew up listening to loretta lynn johnny cash as you were mentioning so when did you actually decide that, you know what, I want to become a singer? Was that something that you just knew like your whole life ever since you were born? <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, I don't recall a certain point where I said, I'm going to be a singer because <laughs> from what my parents say, I've been performing since I could talk and walk. Like I would get up on the, the coffee table and sing for my parents' friends. And um, I would put on full productions of The Little Mermaid in my bedroom. <laughs> and it's just always been a thing that I've done. And like, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Yeah, when you have your eyes set on something and like, you know, you just know and you can't think of anything else that you want to do. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your dream, a dream collaboration of yours. I feel like 
it's gonna be Miranda Lambert, but like, let's put Miranda <laughs> Lambert aside on this one, okay? Other than Miranda Lambert, who would be your dream, biggest dream collaboration? <laughs> For sure, obviously Miranda Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have two, one that's uh, very out of the realm of possibility, <laughs> probably, <laughs> which is Taylor Swift. Um, that would be like way in the future if that were to ever happen. Um, Taylor Swift is one of them. I love her writing. I've been obsessed with her ever since I was a little girl. Um, and her new albums are just ooh, so good. Um, but another one of mine would be uh, Haley Witters. She is a really, really wonderful um, country singer. She just released a song with Lady A, I believe. Um, and I've been following her on Instagram for a couple of years now. And I'm just obsessed with her albums and her songs. She's very classic country. And she serves a Miranda Lambert with like Dolly Parton vibes. And um, if I ever got to write with her or perform with her, that would be just insane. Well, you have to put out into the universe. <laughs> yeah. You put gold out into the universe and you receive yeah. a boyfriend after that. So <laughs> this will happen for you in the future. I'll just message her on Instagram. No big deal. <laughs> I mean, probably good. Let's be honest here. You're in the music business. You probably just message her and she'll like look you up and she's like, oh yeah, Olivia, let's do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and Taylor Swift though, no, like her new album coming out too. She's smart. Like, oh she, my gosh. She is a smart cookie, eh? She is one of the smartest business women that I have ever followed. Mm -hmm. Hands down. I, com I completely agree with you on that one. Um, so we talked dream collaboration. Let's talk about a music festival because there's quite a lot. And if you live in Canada, there's quite a lot here as well. Um, so what would be your number one music festival that you would love to play at? Um, obviously, I would absolutely love to play main stage at BBJ. Uh, that I've been going to BBJ since I was young and, and I've performed at BBJ um, and the songwriters tents before and just the, the vibe and the energy that you get from the, the main stage once the, mm -hmm. when the sun's going down is insane. So it would definitely be, yeah, Big Valley Jamboree um, or Boots and Hearts in Ontario. Um, and then another one that I was always thinking about is probably Coachella. How cool would that be? <laughs> you know what? I'm getting total Coachella vibes from you right now. Hats. I think it's the look. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's the look. That would be amazing. And you know, for the longest time, I didn't know that like you saw a lot of country artists like perform there. But like, I thought it was more indie, but like, it's really mixed. Like, it's yeah. It really is, because there's like Casey Musgraves, Marin yeah. Morris. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Coachella would be something amazing to go mm -hmm. and see, first of all, but to play would be, oh God, 10 times better. Uh, <laughs> so what's next in store for you this year in 2021? I know 2020 was a bit of an ant year, <laughs> but we all managed to get through it. Hopefully 2021 is a lot better. But so what's next in store? Any new single or EP? What's going on, Olivia? Yeah, so right now, obviously, I'm pushing gold. It's only been out for a little while here. Um, and I'm just, I've just been doing tons and tons of songwriting um, because I'm really wanting to put out my very first album. Uh, that's been something that has been a dream of mine ever since I was little, is to put out an album. And so um, I've just been writing my butt off and writing really, really great songs. <laughs> and so right now, I'm really just working on a grant writing for a Factor grant to record my very first album. Oh, that's really exciting. Do you mm. know like exactly when, if you were to release an album, like when exactly it would be? Maybe like next year? 
Probably next year. Um, I don't have an exact date yet or anything, but uh, you'll definitely be the first to know. Don't worry. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> um, now, Olivia, before I let you go, we're going to play a little game I like to call Country with Celine Rapid Fire. Nothing to do with music, just kind of questions that I'll shoot at you and just answer them, and we'll go from there. Sound good? Great. Okay. So what is your favorite color? Pink. <laughs> you look like a pink girl. What yeah, pink, pink or or um, like a bl a dark blue green. Oh, okay. Oh, like it, like um, an emerald green. Mm -hmm. But yeah. with a little bit more blue in it. Okay, I feel. <laughs> I don't like know that. what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and me have the same color because that's exactly how I describe my color because it's like that Tiffany, mm. the Tiffany blue, like that you know mm. the Tiffany boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, um, okay, fat. Uh, your favorite dish? Uh, pad Thai. Okay. Okay, I see. Mm -hmm. Not my forte, but it's okay. <laughs> Your celebrity crush. Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, I don't remember his name. Um, it's the guy on The Walking Dead, uh, Negan on The Walking Dead. I don't know The Walking Dead. Oh no! I gotta find Wait. him. Wait, I will. Is it his name's Nino? No, Negan. Negan. N-E-G-A-N. Um, he's played by, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's a sexy older man. Oh my God. I wasn't expecting that. Okay, let's show the viewers who you're talking about here. <laughs> That's not a good picture of him. Okay, this one's better. This one's better. Mm -hmm. He's cute here, okay? He's, he's, yeah. yeah. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan or like Johnny Depp. Okay, so you like the older guys. <laughs> I guess. I was expecting like, you know, Harry Styles or like Justin. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> there too um okay what would be your biggest fear my biggest fear yeah that's a good question um like I don't like spiders I'm like okay I'm fine with heights but like I don't love them but my biggest fear would probably this is like really dark um <laughs> it'd probably be like never like being alone like never having a family like just being alone that would be very sad yeah if like you don't choose that life, that would be mm -hmm. really sad. Like losing everybody that's important to me. That's my biggest fear. I I I can I understand what that. <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. That was that was okay. Let's end off on a positive note. Now. Okay. Um, let's think of another question that we can throw at you. What is the your best advice that you've ever received? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I have a horrible memory, but <laughs> um. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, how about this? Let's do this. <laughs> what is your favorite Hannah Montana song? Since we've been quoting them all today. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not technically a Hannah Montana song, but I do love Seven Things. That's Miley Cyrus, though. Wait. Okay. Um, probably, I mean, I kind of got to say Nobody's Perfect. Nobody's Perfect. I gotta work it. I'll leave the singing to you. <laughs> oh my God, Olivia, it was such a pleasure chatting with you. You are such an outgoing individual. <laughs> I cannot see what, I can't wait to see what's in store for you in these next few years because I feel like you're going to go really far, girl. Thank you so much. It's been really, really wonderful talking to you and, and thanks for taking the time. Oh, anytime. You're welcome on Country with Celine anytime you want. Perfect. Tell